give us living water. The great um, Catholic uh, priest and theologian um, from Canada, Ron Rollheiser, uh, has written extensively about the journey of uh, the Christian's life. Um, and in it, he, uh, he maintains that we have a, um, a, a longing, a, a natural inbuilt desire for God, attraction that keeps drawing us to God. He calls it, it's been called over centuries many different things, like a divine itch. You can't get it, can't get rid of it. He calls it the holy longing, and he's written a book with that title of it. And he talks about how that no matter what we do, we have this divine longing within inside of us, that we yearn to be complete, and that completeness only happens in God, in union with God, and ultimately only will happen when we rise from the dead in eternal life. But on this side of the, of the grave, we are always yearning for it. We're always trying to complete it. And he'll say that oftentimes we search for it in all the wrong places. So we will, we will uh, look for, you know, our, in, in money, in power, in goods, in, in reputation, and all these different places, and, and we end up, none of them really satisfy until we find God, and then we are satisfied. And when we feel that satisfaction, then we feel a little bit more complete. Um, you know, it's, it's not just religious writers. Uh, I mean, saints have written about it for years. St. Augustine says, my heart is restless until I rest in you, right? It is the, and that's years and years ago, Right. But more in our common era, we even have seculars, secular people writing about it. They, they don't use religious language, obviously. Uh, and even we have um, songwriters, like the great U2 uh, from Ireland, right? Singing is like, I'm still searching. What is that what song? It says, I, can't, I haven't found what I'm searching for, right? You know that song? That's what that's about. He's talking about he hasn't found God yet. He hasn't found complete. And there's other songs Bob Dylan's written, and the list goes on and on. Um, the, the, um, the challenge is for us is to, is to name it right so that we can search right, right? I mean, that, in a sense, right? So if we, if we can name it right, then that helps us, uh, if you would, on that journey. Um, the person who has, who has written extensively about this uh, since died is uh, Thomas Thomas Merton. I, he's not a saint yet, but I think he probably will be. But he talked about it in the, uh, the true self and the false self. The, the, the true self is recognizing that we're a child of God. But this false self, we, get, we go searching for it again, the same thing, this search, and we go in power and goods and reputation and etc., etc., etc. And when we realize that that's all feeding our, our ego, and it's, uh, it's not really our true selves. Our true selves is that we are a child of God, and that God loves us true and true. Um, in modern language, it's, it's called uh, now the false ego and the, the true ego. And the, it's, a, it's a more psychological language. But it all brings us back to the same thing, is that we all have a, a desire for God within us. And that's why we're all here. Um, that's why we're here each, each week, is because somehow, even though we can't always name it, but that's what we're searching for. That's what we're looking for. And, that, and we don't ever get it uh, completely, 
but we know when we get a little of it well. Um, and that's the very thing we, we hear in this, this beautiful gospel today, which is, um, you know, John's gospel. We now start to read from John's gospel for the rest of this uh, season, uh, Lent and into uh, Easter. Um, and, and John has this fantastic way of, he's got layers upon layers in his writing, John. So, so we have this, uh, he goes to, uh, like, the woman is at the well, the Samaritan woman without a name. Uh, and they don't talk, but Jesus talks to them. In the middle of the day, when nobody should be at the well, why are either of them at the well in the middle of the day? She's there because she doesn't want to be seen. She's, not, she's a woman, not meant to be, and she's sinful, so she's not meant to be talking to anybody. Well, why is Jesus going at noon? Because Jesus is, ter- is thirsty for our souls, and he meets us wherever we are. You see, that's the point, is that, that if we go, whatever searching we have, Jesus will go far further for us to meet us where we're at. So if we're searching for him, he will meet us wherever we're at. But, but we, have to have that, we have to have the desire. We have to have the, 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 the desire for, as we hear today, this living water. And that's a beautiful overarching uh, metaphor that, that gets here. Is that, you know, there's this two different layers. They're talking about the water and the well. Jesus is talking about the water, the eternal life, living water. She says, you don't have a bucket. He says, you don't understand. We're talking about living water here. And there's this constant play. And of course, it's to mirror the lostness in our own lives, that we often name it the wrong way. We often get it wrong. And Jesus is always talking at another level. Jesus is always reaching to us at the deeper level. And this level that we're talking about is that, is that in our baptism, we're given the eternal source of that life water is within us. That's what we celebrate. And, and, and today we're going to be doing the scrutinies with, uh, with those who are desiring to come into the church. And that very same language is used, this desire, naming the desire, and then searching for this living water. Um, well, that's all great theology, right? And it all sounds great, and I can see you're all starting to gloss over a little bit. So what does it mean for us? What does that do for us? How, can we, how do we do that today? What does that mean for us today? Well, the question is, we have to ask ourselves in this Lenten time and pause and say, what, what am I searching for? What, what am I spending my time doing? I, I, like oftentimes we do get into a bit of an autopilot and we think we're, you know, our job and our, the money we're earning and we just kind of get on a treadmill and we realize, well, well, maybe this Lent is a time to pause and reflect, what am I searching for? And is it the living water? And if I have the source of living water within me, then, then how can I live that more, more completely, more clearly? How can I uh, live that more authentically in my own life? Now, you see, and this becomes the real hard work. And that's why we have this uh, three-pronged approach to Lent, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, uh, is to sharpen the saw, is, is to help us with this. Because it's hard. Because here's, here's the one thing. It, it, Jesus, it, I, I can't tell you what he's going to say to you today. What, what does that mean for each one of you? Because for every one of you, it's different. For every one of you, it's different. Uh, because for some of you, uh, when you, when you pause and listen in prayer, 
it's going to be reevaluate how you spend your time with your family and how much time you spend in your time with your family. For some others of you, it will be how much time you're spending on, on your own. Do you, have you got enough time that you're recharging? Have you given yourself enough time to, for good mental health and good wellness? Um, for still others of you, you need to spend time with others. Um, that, that you're called to give yourself away and, and, and serve others in some way, that you, you've done enough for yourself, done enough uh, 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 of what you've got going on in your life. But I'll tell you one thing he's not going to say. The one thing he's not going to say is nothing. That's one thing he's not going to do. Now, we may not be listening, but he's not going to say anything. He's not going to say nothing. For every one of us, he's got something. Now, it might be, stay quiet, Brendan, and, and be quiet and, and settle your soul and take some time for yourself. Or it might be for others. But there won't be no message. The question is, are we really searching for the right thing? Uh, have we found what we're searching for? And, and, and are we continuing to search? And that's the work that we, we come to do here. And you see, if we do that well, that living water, then we dis discover the eternal source of, of living water inside of us. And then we can then give it to others. See, it's not given to us for ourselves alone. It's given to us to be given to others. And then we give life-giving water to all who we come in contact with. See, that's that beautiful cycle, uh, virtuous cycle that happens in our life when we live the gospel. Um, but that requires of us some hard work. And that's where we start here. It's not what we finish here. It's where we start here and push out for the rest of this week in our daily lives. So today we, we come knowing that we all are searching for that divine completion. We're searching for that and that God has given it to us and that when we find that living water within us, then we share it with others for all to have.